It's the 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is October 21st, 2018. Today's readings come from Isaiah, chapter 53, verses 10 through 11, as well as Hebrews, chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. The Gospel proclamation comes from Mark, chapter 10, verses 35 through 45. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. God's servant in the book of Isaiah the prophet is never identified by Isaiah. Why would God's faithful servant have to suffer to set God's people free? What does the servant's willingness to suffer tell us about his relationship with God? How do I see the suffering in my life? Reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. It was the will of the Lord to crush him with pain. When you make his life an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring and shall prolong his days. Through him, the will of the Lord shall prosper. Out of his anguish, he shall see light. He shall find satisfaction through his knowledge. The righteous one, my servant, shall make many righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. The Lord of the, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The following passage from the letter to the Hebrews speaks of Jesus as the high priest who understands how we struggle in our human lives. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. He replied, What do you wish me for, for me to do for you? They answered him, Grant that in your glory we may sit one at your right and the other at your left. Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the cup that I drink? or be baptized with the baptism for which I am baptized? They said to him, We can. Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right or at my left is not mine to give, but is for those who are, for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at James and John. 
Jesus summoned them and said to them, You know that those who are recognized as rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you will be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you will be the slave of all. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. O Ruha, Holy Spirit, open our hearts so that the seeds of the Gospel may take root and grow within us. The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. I was visiting one of our parishioners who is a graduate of Villanova. Any Villanova grads here today? Oh, come on, admit it. (laughs) And he loaned me the book of Attitude. The author is Jay Wright, the basketball coach at Villanova. And what this book, this book Attitude, is about is the season, the 2015-2016 basketball season, which, as you might remember, Villanova won the national championship. And it's really, really a good book, well-written. I found it very, very interesting. Coach Wright has a... uh, a real close relationship with the Augustinian priest. I think his name is Father Bob or Father Bill, who, who is the chaplain for the team. And it was the NCAA Final Four, which, as you might know, takes place around Holy Week, around Easter. And it was Holy Thursday, and the Villanova Wildcats had their team meal. And Father Bob, the, the chaplain, talk to them about the call of Jesus to serve. And then he said, not only did he talk about service, but he showed his disciples how they were to serve one another. Now, what if we tonight at our team dinner, what if we did what Jesus did? What if we washed one another's feet? So at this point, Father Bob picks a pitcher and he he kneels in front of Coach Wright, takes off his shoe and his sock, and Father begins to pour from a pitcher from the table on the feet of Coach Wright. What happened was... Father Bob picked up the wrong pitcher and he poured iced tea on Coach <laughs> Now that looks like something I would do. But then the coach, in, uh, the, the chaplain invited everybody with the team to do the same, to wash each other's feet. I picture these huge sneakers being taken off. 
and I picture these guys kneeling at one another's feet, washing their feet. When it was done, the chaplain said to the team, it's with this attitude, the attitude of service, that we truly become a team. And unless and until we have that attitude of service, we aren't going to make it. We need to be servants for one another if we are to form a team and to be successful. The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. Uh, many of you remember Deacon Mike Ondick, who's our retired deacon. Uh, Mike and I have been friends for a long time, and for a couple of our men's association meetings, at, at St. Rochus in Johnstown, Mike came and, and spoke, and the guys really loved him and, and really enjoyed him. So Mike and I made arrangements for he and his wife Nancy to come to Johnstown for dinner. I was going to take them to the, the restaurant by the incline, Diane, that, that nice restaurant, good food. <laughs> they came for Saturday night mass. And we were on our way from the church to the restaurant, and Mike and Nancy were fighting. And apparently the fight had been going on since they left their house in State College, all the way to Johnstown, maybe even through Mass. What they were fighting about, you know that uh, the diocese awards people the uh, Prince Galitzin Cross, it's a symbol of great service. And Mike was awarded that Prince Galitzin cross. He refused to wear it. <laughs> and Nancy was saying, but the bishop said you have to wear it. And Mike said, I'm not wearing it. You don't get a prize for doing what the gospel says to do. You don't need anything to make you stand out. You serve as Jesus calls us to serve. In the history of my life, my friendship with Mike, it's probably maybe the only time we agreed on anything. <laughs> it was... <laughs> we don't need any outward symbol of honor because of service. That's just who we are. That's just how we are. You know, in the past couple months, the the whole question of the uh, sexual abuse crisis. One of the things that I've been reading is that a lot of people are looking at the Catholic Church and saying, one of the problems we're dealing with is clericalism. We raise up people who are ordained. We make them dress funny and, and we give them honor just because that's who they are. The other night, uh, CBS National News featured a story from my hometown, from Johnstown. One of the guys I went to seminary with uh, was uh, defrocked, as they say, for child abuse. And CBS News filmed, secretly filmed a meeting between this ex-priest and two of the kids he abused. Made me so sad, so sick. 
A lot of people feel that the priests who have done this, they, they should be sent before the law and they should go to jail. I saw my friend George, this ex-priest, he's going to be 70 in a few weeks, and he looked just awful. Here's a guy, because of what he did, because of the sin in his life, the crime he committed, he had to give up what he prepared his whole life to do, to be a priest. He's really put on a lot of weight. His face is just, it just looks so old and gray. I was shocked to see him because I haven't seen him for a while. You know, maybe there's something very, very true about what Jesus says to James and John. Don't worry about the, the, the place at the right hand and the left. Don't worry about being dressed in, in clothes of honor. That stuff is not important. The Son of Man has come to serve, not be served. And if we are the followers of the Son of Man, we're called to serve too. Nothing about privilege. Nothing about being held above anybody else. Nothing about dressing differently to stand out. What we do to stand out is simply follow Jesus, huh? Jesus who came to serve and not be served. There was a story took place in Germany in the 15th century. There was a family, the Durer family. I think they had 15 kids in this family. And two of the sons of the family Albrecht and Albert were talented artists, and their dream, their dream was to go to art school, to develop their skills, their talents as artists. But there was a problem with 15 kids in the family who can afford to go to school. But they made a deal, these two brothers, the deal was that one of them would go to art school while the other worked to support them to get money for their education and that's what they did. Albrecht went to art school. Albert worked in the coal mines. Albrecht was in the, in, in the art school for almost four years, and he was developing his skills and his abilities, and finally he graduated from the art school, and, and the family was together, and Albrecht stood up, and he said, the honor goes to my brother Albert, who worked to support me while I went to school. Witnesses say that Albert sat at the table at this dinner and cried, no, 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 no. And Albrecht said, Albert, you've been so good. You've done so much for me. My success is, is from you. I want you to take money from me now and go to art school. 
And Albert, with tears in his eyes, said, I can't go. My years working in the mines, in that cold, damp atmosphere, my hands are now crippled with arthritis. I've broken every finger on both hands working in the mine. I can't even hold a paintbrush. I can't go to art school like this. Albrecht Dürer decided he wanted to honor his brother. And maybe you know how he did it. He painstakingly painted a picture of his brother's hands. You know the painting, Praying Hands? The truth of this story, the truth of that beautiful painting, that beautiful sculpture. Holiness, saintliness, isn't from pious folding of the hands and, and pious postures in worship. True holiness is in the service we render to others. The next time you see that painting or a sculpture of the praying hands, Think of Albert and Albrecht. Think about the service that inspired that painting. The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. Jesus asks James and John, I can imagine those guys, they must have been a riot to deal with. They're grumbling now against James and John, and, and they were... They were tough old fishermen. They were probably rude about it. And, and <laughs> Jesus says to them, to James and John, can you drink the cup from which I drink? The cup of suffering. The cup of service. As we share the Eucharist today, when you and I drink from the cup, the precious blood, to what kind of life does drinking from that cup pledge us to live? The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.